Hello and welcome to Patty's Got Your Six.com. You want to get hold of us? How do they get hold of us, Kath? Um, well, we have a website, veteranshelpingheroes.com, and that's heroes with an E. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're looking for you know feedback and ideas and, and people that you think we should interview. There's a little form on that website where you can give us your info and your ideas, and you can also sign up to hear from us when we post a new podcast. Beautiful. And by the way, this is my lovely wife, Kathy. She's the brains of the operation. I guess I'm the brawn. <laughs> so I can get off the sofa tonight, right? <laughs> Our first guest tonight is the former past commandant of the Marine Corps League, Al Sailor. Siler. Siler. Sorry. <laughs> Boy, there you go. That. Calling a Marina Sailor. <laughs> I knew it. I, <laughs> hold on. Let me get my comeback here. About this. I apologize. <laughs> Um, so you're president of the foundation, a past commandant of the Marine Corps League. Welcome aboard, Al. And if you could tell us a little bit about the Marine Corps League. Well, the Marine Corps League is, it is a, uh, an organization similar to the American Legion, VFW, except our, uh, membership criteria is that you need to be a Marine or a corpsman that served with them a Marine unit. In other words, to join our organization, you have to have a single-digit IQ. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you have to s- know how to say oorah. There you go. Oorah. <laughs> and I'm looking in a join, so thanks a lot for that vote of confidence. Um, how long have you been with the organization, Al? Uh, I joined probably about 12, 13 years ago, right after I retired. I'd never heard of the Marine Corps League, and... I uh, retired, and someone said, why don't you take a look at this place? So I went over, liked it, joined up, and got involved. Do they have physical buildings like the American Legion set up? Or is no, it- we don't have any uh, uh, places that we own or bars that we run. Uh, uh, we hold our meetings at Stevens Restaurant every third Tuesday of the month. And that's in Gurney, right? That's in Gurney, and... Uh, the they do a wonderful job of letting us uh, use their meeting space, and and uh, we buy a lot of drinks at their bar in exchange for it. So there you go. So, what does the organization do overall? Well, there's three <coughs> things that uh, in any volunteer organization needs to have nowadays. There's so much pressure on on people for their what little free time that they have that uh, in order to be viable, you need to have members, you need to have money, and you need to have fun. If you aren't having any fun, people aren't going to uh, uh, spend time with you. Right. I agree on that. Okay, so can civilians or wives of Marines join? Because I want to be part of the fun group. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, certainly the wives are included in all of the fun things that we do. There you go. Some of the wives have got more involved and have become associate members. So, yes, there is a role for them as well. And if one wants to join, what, what do they need to do? Uh, contact anyone within the league uh, or give me a call. I'm at 847-220-1525. All right. Good stuff. Now, how many legions are there? I'm not legion. I say how many marine? Uh, in our uh, 
Lake County Marines. We cover the uh, the county of Lake County, and and we've got uh, probably about a hundred and twenty members at this time. Wow, not bad at all. So you're gonna get two more here with Kathy and myself. <laughs> I think so. You gotta run a three mile before you join. <laughs> That's right, and pull ups. That's right. Yeah, right. And sit ups. Uh, <coughs> all right. Get me started on that. <laughs> so what else does the Marine Corps League do for uh, like? programs here they offer at the uh, Legion. Are you similar with what you offer as far as that goes? Well, we try to do a lot of things to help uh, help out in the community and help our our fellow Marines. We do uh, weekly visits over at the VA hospital Great. where we go around from room to room and try to uh, talk to the various people that are there and cheer them up a little bit. Uh, the ones that aren't Marines, we try to harass a little bit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we're pretty good at that. Nothing wrong uh, with that. <laughs> and, of course, we participate in the Toys for Tots program every every fall. and Great program. And uh, we'll raise about eh, twenty to $25,000, and we'll collect about 50,000 toys. That, Lord, that, wow. we, that we work closely with uh, MAG-48 over here at the Navy base. And uh, so that's a that's a good program. Absolutely! Wow, we're involved in probably fifty some events a year where we operate as a color guard or as an honor guard. Where we've done uh, a lot of parades, Fourth of July parades. We'll do like Lindenhurst War Memorial every um, uh, Memorial Day. They'll do a ceremony over there, and we have our our color guard there, and we fire a volley. So, so we're we're quite an active organization. That's great, great, great stuff. While I have you here, can you tell us about Roger Taylor and what the, you and the Marine Corps League did in, to uh, rededicate, I guess, his memory, if you want to put it that way? Well, what we discovered that there was a very small, triangular-shaped little park over in, in Round Lake there, and up at the one end of it, kind of buried in high grass, was a um, a stone monument at there, and it said dedicated to Roger Taylor, but it didn't say who Roger Taylor was or oh. what he was done or or what it uh, what it was about. Well, got to asking around. And found out that Roger Taylor was actually the first uh, person from Lake County that was killed in World War II. He was part of the invasion that the Marines made in Iwo Jima in February of 1945. Wow. And uh, Roger was with, uh, it was a machine gunner, and... They were assigned the task of taking this hill, and they went up and they captured the hill, but the Japanese were more buried inside of Iwo Jima than they were sitting on top of it. Sure. So when the nightfall came, then the Japanese came out of their various holes, and it was basically hand-to-hand fighting for about three days up there in... uh, 224, the unit that was he was with, he was killed up there on the second night. Oh, boy. And uh, 
after the third night, they were able to get up there and, and get reinforcements to them. And, and 224 at that time ceased to exist because they had lost over 90% of their people. Wow. And, wow. Uh, yeah, so it was a terrible, terrible fight. And what was he, like 17, 18 years old? He was just a kid. He had, had graduated from Lakes High School and uh, wanted to go in the Marine Corps. In fact, right across the street from uh, uh, the p- little park there were two relatives that uh, knew that his sister lived down the street. So I had a chance to talk with her also. And one of the last letters that, that uh, they got from him was when he wrote home and said that they were going to be going over and going into combat somewhere because they wouldn't tell him until they were right off the yeah, sure, off sure. the island they were going to invade. He said, but I'm with the finest group of men in the world. Don't worry about me. Oh, oh boy. So. You know, I, I read this article we're referring to here, and what really struck me is the sister um, revealed that she had read all these letters and got a chance to get to know him after all these years. Yeah. Yeah, it's because she didn't know him very much when as a, as a yeah, kid. Yeah, very right. young. Right. Exactly. She was quite a bit younger. So those letters were so important. Oh, absolutely. And I guess you got the Leatherneck magazine picked up the story, and I guess they wrote an article about the gentleman and the uh, dedication you guys are doing for him. Yeah, we decided that... Uh, First Marine that fell there, fell in Iwo Jima, that uh, we ought to clean that park up a little bit. And there was a crack in that monument. People had been throwing glass bottles at it, and things were pretty much of a mess. So we got our guys out there, and we we cleaned it up. Uh, we got a, a new plaque for the monument. We repaired the crack in the old one, and we got a new plaque on there that said that uh, – that uh, he was killed on Iwo Jima, so that we know who he was and and what he did and and why we made a park there. So we had a full dedication then of that, where we actually got. Uh, he was a bugler when he was in high school. He played the trumpet, and uh, we actually got a trumpet bugler to come out from Lakes High School to play taps. Wow. So we got yeah. a person right from his high school. Beautiful yeah. tribute. Yep. I was we reading the letter that he sent his mother, and one quote that really stuck with me was, when a bunch of men are thrown together from all over the country, they are different, Taylor wrote. Little petty things don't bother me anymore. Mm-hmm. And that tells you what the Marine Corps is. It's a cohesive group of guys that it's a brotherhood. It's a brotherhood that... Uh, uh, Last a lifetime. Absolutely. Now, you're a Marine, and tell us a little bit about your experience. Well, I'm an old Marine since I went in. Uh, I was in from 61 to 1964. So I I got out of the Marine Corps September 14th of 64, just just a teeny, teeny, teeny bit before Vietnam. Uh-huh. Right. So... Uh, my outfit went over to Vietnam in January '65, so I missed it by about two and a half months. Oh boy, who was president? Was it Eisenhower or was it in '60? 60... Kennedy was elected in '63, right? 
1963 is when uh, Kennedy was assassinated. Assassinated, right. So the president uh, was Kennedy and then became LBJ. LBJ, correct. What was the mood of the country? How old are you there, 18, 19? I was actually 20. Wow. I had gone a year and a half to uh, to college down at Bradley University down in Peoria, and uh, due to my academic standing, they, the university felt that I'd be better off in the Marine Corps. <laughs> <laughs> but the well, world was so different back then. Thankfully, I think we we do a better job of appreciating our soldiers. The world was but very back then, it was the world so was very ugly then. Mm-hmm. In that the the troops that were coming home from Vietnam were treated with just miserably. Mm-hmm. They weren't welcomed home. They were spit on. They were called baby killers. Yeah. It. Uh, Sadly, that's how we treat our law enforcement today. It was it was led by a bunch of uh, college kids and dropouts that didn't want to be drafted and go to the war. Right. Yeah. This was their way of of showing that they didn't want to go to the war. And uh, fortunately, that climate's a lot better out there today that uh, you know, people are will come up to you and say thank you for your service and appreciate it. Yeah. My concern is the first time there's a threat of them starting to be drafted, they'll switch right back again. Yeah. I tend to agree with you. I wonder. They hate this country so much, who's going to defend it? That's what scares exactly. me. Yeah. It, the uh, lack of gratitude is appalling. There'll be some Marines there. It only takes a couple of them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember as a kid, Chicago was going crazy with the riots. Grant Park, Mayor Daley. 1968 convention. Right. Yeah. Oh, and they're doing it again in 2022, four. I don't know. When Chicago's doing the talking convention. About it, yeah. They're doing the DNC again. But at least at that time, you had the politicians like Mayor Daley that really cracked down on it and right. and kept that thing under control. Where the last couple of years, we've seen with the with the protests over Ray Floyd that no attempt was made to control it, and it just cops being killed and how much federal property was burnt and yes, it's they were uh, marching with them down Lakeshore Drive. That's yeah, super arm in arm, right? Just terrible. We've got got to support the police and our first responders. Absolutely. It's it's crazy. Oh, don't even get me started on that topic because <laughs> we'll go. be here all day. So what was your MOS there, Al? <laughs> I had 0311 and carrying a BAR at the time. Bar, wow. So just a plain old ground pounding grunt. We're all ground pounders. <laughs> we are. So as a civilian, I don't know what that means. Is that okay? <laughs> that That's you'd, fine. you'd prefer that I don't know what No, that no, means. not at all. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah. Okay. I was a radio operator, <laughs> and uh, a ground pounder is a guy on, on the ground. He's the troops that are the first to go in, and most of the time last to go out. Yeah, okay. Radio operator, he's that guy that carried that chunk of machinery on his back, the PRC-10, yeah. Brick 10. Brick 10. With a great big tall antenna so they could see him and shoot him. <laughs> so like a big old bullseye on yeah. your back. Yeah, you seven seconds. Your life expectancy when you hit a beach. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so I always covered up my radio. <laughs> yeah. The same way they could hear that B-A-R. You hear oh. a rifle go bang, bang, bang. 
got their attention. That's right. <laughs> like Puff the Magic Dragon on a C-130. Nothing like it. Unbelievable. Oh, love that thing. <laughs> so what did they have, the AR-15 when you are in? Or? Well, they, we were I went through boot camp with the M1. In uh, California? In San Diego, Hollywood Marines. Where the real Marines were trained because That's they right. didn't train any women out there. They did that in Carolina. They had a, they had a unit that hit the beaches with surfboards. They're outstanding. That's right. That's right. You they did your laundry them. there. It was unbelievable. You couldn't see them because they were well tanned. <laughs> uh, we're all like Marines. Camu- camouflage choke. What was that? Son, I didn't see a camouflage yesterday. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> What other stories can you tell us, Darrell, with the uh, your experience in the Marine Corps? Would you do it again? Let me ask you that. Um, at the time that I joined the Marine Corps, I very much needed somebody to jerk a knot in my tail and stand on my neck a little bit. <laughs> and the Marine Corps is excellent at doing that. You got that right. And would I do it again? Absolutely. I would in a heartbeat. Absolutely. It was the best thing that ever happened and got, got me straightened out and was able to go back to school, get my degree, and continue on from there. So, What would you get a degree in? I actually ended up with two degrees, one in economics and one in business management. Wow. So, Good for you. So I found out I wasn't as stupid as I thought I was <laughs> that first time. They, the Marine Corps teaches you how to think, and you can do anything. It's unbelievable yep. how they train you. Never yeah. give up. That's what uh, absolutely. That's nice what I've observed. It, it, it gives you confidence too. Mm-hmm. It sure does. And the bond you make. I, I'm still talking to some of the guys I served with today. There's a couple right up the road in Kenosha. Yeah. It's so uh, it's just a bond you can't describe unless you join it. It's uh, yeah. You can't. It's hard for anyone that that wasn't a Marine to understand a Marine. That's yes. right. Which is what makes our league good because the biggest thing we have going is that. You get to talk to fellow Marines mm-hmm. that understand what it is you're talking about. Right. And <laughs> a lot of the Marines just want to be able to talk to somebody, and that's what I found in my experience. They tend to be a little bit outward. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit cocky and obnoxious. Oh, really? <laughs> I hardly noticed. All right, Kathy. Um, so your your group, the, what's it, I'm sorry, what's Marine it called? Corps Marine League. Corps League. Right. Um, do you have outreach to the younger Marines as well? We um, There's a program called the Young Marines that is a um, similar to the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. And uh, the Marine Corps and the Marine Corps League is, sponsors that. And it is kids from 8 to graduation of high school, boys and girls, and... Uh, they get to learn how to do close order drill and get to learn how to do some of those calisthenics we were talking about. Oh yeah, as well as uh, a lot of the history about the corps. Oh, cool. But it's it's not a place for parents to send their kids to a boot camp to get them straightened out. Right. Ah. Right. Okay. We're there to teach them skills and a lot of the scouting type of skills. We take them camping. We take them on various kind of fun things. A lot of schools they can go to. It's a national organization, so they they do it quite well. There you go. So, do you have a Marine Corps birthday celebration there, or 
November 10th, 1775. That's right. So uh, where's it this year? Do you and I have to plan one? It will be November 10th, 1775 at the Tiki Bar. In Waukegan? The Tiki Bar in Waukegan. Jimmy Onan's warehouse. Does he own the pyramid also? He owns the pyramid also. Wow. But the actual Tiki Bar is inside his warehouse. Uh Not the little one you see on the outside. Okay. But there's one back in the middle that's five times as big as that one is that out on the outside. Wow. Can, do uh, do so you need a special invitation? <laughs> if you're a Marine, come join us. All there right. You go. Are <laughs> civilians welcome? Or it, Absolutely. I'll have to bring some bagpipers. They're good friends of ours. Good. And you'll love them. Yeah, they, they attend all our Marine Corps birthday celebrations. It was, it was pretty big in that's Chicago when we had it. Beautiful. A, yeah. So that's November 10th. Write this down, huh? <laughs> How could I forget? <laughs> we got to get you a couple tattoos too, okay? <laughs> All right, good stuff. So, if you want to tell us if we want to join the Marine Corps League one more time, the Marine Corps League, we're here in Lake County, and you can just give me a phone call. I'm Al Seiler, S E Y L E R, eight four seven two two zero one five two five. All right, okay. beautiful, Al. Thank you so much for the education, yes, and uh, your time, and of course your service. We appreciate it, Al. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I do know a couple.